This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innalhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله أسيكم نفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون my brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah Almighty and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala ladheena min qablikum la'allakum tatakoon. O you who believe, fasting has been made obligatory upon you just like the people that came before you so that you may attain taqwa. My brothers and sisters, the reason why we fast is to attain taqwa. The purpose behind Ramadan is to attain taqwa. The purpose behind our worship is to attain taqwa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the first commandment in the Quran says, Ya ayyuha nasu'budu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tatakoon. O mankind, worship your Lord. Alladhi khalaqakum walladhina min qablikum. The one who has created you and those who came before you so that you may attain taqwa. So the purpose behind all of this, our fasting, our qiyam, our prayer, our worship, it is to be people that are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's important as Muslims, we always reflect upon that fact. Have I become more conscious of Allah Almighty? Am I better with my fara'id? Have I increased uh, some nawafil uh, in my, uh, or mustahabat in my life? Am I doing more recommended actions? Am I giving more charity? Am I more uh, um, ob- observant of what I am saying? Have I changed my behaviors? Has my life changed? Am I a better Muslim now that Ramadan is almost ending? And alhamdulillah, we had this beautiful training. We were fasting and we were coming to Qiyam and we were reciting Quran. Had it had an effect on your heart? And this is what we need, ikhwani fillah. We need our hearts to change. 
our hearts need to the, the worship that we do needs to have an effect on our heart because when our heart becomes good then our actions become good as well like the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said did the qiyam that you were attending have an effect on you did the fasting that you were doing have an effect on you did the quran that you were reciting have an effect on you have you become a better muslim do you feel that your iman has increased this should be what you should be focused on ikhwani fillah this is the whole point of fasting the whole point of worship which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran that our iman increases through worship and it decreases because of sin. So we have to work on increasing our iman. And yes, a lot of times the actions that we do, even the coming to the taraweeh prayer, might become something mechanical, something that you're doing because everyone else is doing. Well, it's Ramadan, we just have to go to taraweeh. It's the thing that we do. And that shouldn't be the case. Don't take out the spirituality out of your worship. So next time when you come to Qiyam, next time when you're praying a Salah, when you're sitting for your Dhikr, then remember that you are worshipping the greatest. Remember that you are worshipping the greatest and you're doing that which you have been created to do. And remember that the angels are scribing and describing, writing down what you are doing. And be conscious of every little effort of worship that you are doing and have the best intention possible. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that have the best intention. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our siyam and our qiyam and our prayers and to make us of those that are going to continue get on. The prophet, uh, the, among the, uh, the signs, ikhwani fillah, of, of your acts of worship being accepted by Allah because in the end of the day, we want our actions to be accepted. And Allah only accepted from the people that have taqwa. Like Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا يَتَقَبَّلُ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ Allah only accepts the, the worship of those who have taqwa. May Allah make us among those. And there are signs to tell whether your good actions have been accepted. Has your charity been accepted? Has your prayer been accepted? Has your fasting been accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We do not know that. It's not guaranteed. It depends on your intention. And we ask Allah to accept our, our good deeds. But there are some signs, and among them, ikhwani fillah, is an hasanatu ba'daha. It is that you do another good deed right after. So, a sign that your prayer has been accepted is that Allah gives you the ability to pray another prayer afterwards, or that you pray a sunnah afterwards, or that you sit down for dhikr. A fact that, you, that your charity has been accepted is that you can continue doing good deeds. So, among the signs of your good deeds being accepted is the ability to carry on doing them. And, and the Muslim's life is revolved around worship. When Ramadan ends, we celebrate Ramadan through an act of worship, the Eid. We celebrate through something called Zakat al-Fitr. Again, we will uh, expand upon that in a bit. So, remember that and be conscious of that. Always ask Allah to accept your good deeds. Try to follow it up with more good deeds. Try to have the best intention possible and ensure that your, your ibadah doesn't become a adh and, and a regular act that you do ensure that it's still an act of worship in devotion to the Almighty. I want to say a few words regarding Zakat al-Fidr, Sadaqat al-Fidr, inshaAllah ta'ala, because Ramadan is about to end. And also a, a reminder that Ramadan hasn't ended yet. During this time, people get busy with shopping for Eid and getting the house ready and this and that and the other. Don't let that distract you from the most important nights. The 27th night, it hasn't happened yet, which is Arja Layla Qadr. It's the one that we hope the most is Laylatul Qadr. There are some odd nights left. There are some of the 10 nights still left. So ensure that your family is engaged in worship. You are engaged in worship. You're coming to the Taraweeh and Tajud, or you're at least praying at home. Ramadan hasn't finished yet. So let's continue on, inshallah ta'ala, to the best of our abilities. 
Among the acts of worship that Allah has prescribed upon us is that we give a charity towards the end of Ramadan uh, or on the day of Eid. This is known as Zakat al-Fitr or Sadaqat al-Fitr. The word Fitr means to break our fast. So it is the Zakat that we give to break our fast. Why do we give this Zakat? Why do we give this Zakat when we finished Ramadan? The same reason why the moment you finish prayer, the first thing you say is Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. You just finish an act of worship and you're asking Allah to forgive you. Because every act of worship that we do is not, it always has shortcomings. In your salah, you were probably thinking of something. Uh, you, you were distracted. In your fasting, similarly, it wasn't perfect. So part of why we give this small charity, it is to uh, fill in the holes of our shortcomings in our fast. There is a hadith of Ibn Abbas anhu, where he said that the Prophet legislated farada, uh, the sadaqatul fitr, the, the charity of the breaking of the fast. And then the Prophet said, It is a purification for the fasting person from the laghu and the rafath. Some of the degree of shortcoming the person was engaged in. Perhaps that some of the days that you were fasting, you said a bad word, you've sinned. You weren't engaged in worship the way you were supposed to. Remember, fasting isn't only from food and drinking. Our limbs and our tongues and our eyes should also be fasting away from sin. And, and not being engaged in that. But we all have shortcomings. So this sadaqah that you pay, it, it helps with those shortcomings. And then the Prophet ﷺ said, that's not the only reason we're here. It is a provision. It is, it is food for the poor. So there, this charity that we give, it is first and foremost to uh, um, alleviate some of our shortcomings in our fast and also to put happiness in the hearts of those that are less fortunate and to give them a, a food or a provision. This is wajib upon every one of you and everyone in your household. So Sadaqat al-Fitr, I'm sure most of you already know this, that you should give it from all that you, who, you, who, you, who you are responsible for. So that means your wife, your children, everyone in your home, even the babies, every head of your household there should be a sadaqah that is paid on behalf of them, whether they were fasting or not, male or female, young or old, it doesn't matter. Some scholars went as far as to say it is even recommended to pay sadaqah al-fitr from the child in the mother's womb. Because this is something that, we, 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 it's, it's a small charity. It's a small charity, so everyone in your household, it is obligatory upon you to pay from them. So if your household consists of five people, that would be five sadaqah al-fitr that you have to pay. And the amount is actually is quite small, and it's manageable by most. So, the, when is it paid? It's paid, ikhwani fillah, before the Eid prayer. It has to be paid before the Eid prayer. That means that once Eid is prayed, the timing for this zakat is over. So you have to give it on the day of Eid, or at least a few days prior, one or two days prior. And this was the fi'il of the Sahab and the Prophet ﷺ. In fact, the way they did it was, they would collect the zakat a day before, and uh, the Prophet ﷺ, all the zakat would be brought to the mosque. So anyone, if some family would brought some wheat or some dates or whatever they are bringing, and they would all collect, bring it into the mosque. And then in one narration mentions that the Prophet asked Abu Hurairah to guard it for that night. Then uh, the, the, the moon for the, for the next month is seen. It is Eid. So the next day when Fajr was prayed, people would gather on the mosque and then they would be given the Sadaqat al-Fitr before they went for the Eid prayer. Now that's not how we do it here today. But you should keep in mind that whatever you are paying, the person that is receiving it should receive it before the Eid prayer. Um, so you can send it uh, or give it a few days prior as well. It should be given in food. 
and not in money. Because this was the way of the Prophet ﷺ. Now of course, a lot of us, we pay the money to organizations that then will ensure that the food will be given to those that are in need. This is the opinion of the majority of the scholars. Yes, there are some opinions, some scholars that said, depending on the person, you can give it in money, but to be safe and follow the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And the reason they say this, Ikhwanifillah, is very simple. There was money present during the time of the Prophet ﷺ. They had dinars, coins of gold, and dirhams, coins of silver. They existed. Yet the Prophet ﷺ instructed food to be given, specifically the staple food that's being eaten by those people, that, that which the people eat, uh, and, and take as food should be given to the poor. So that should be the case for Sadaqat al-Fitr, and we should always follow the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we mentioned why we give it, its importance, its oblig- obligation, it's of every household. And also remember that this is also an act of worship. So have the intention that you're doing it. So don't let this be, oh, yes, yeah, time for Zakat al-Fitr, let me just automate my Zakat. Think of it as an act of worship that you're doing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah accept it from all of us. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين على أمور الدنيا والدين والعاقبة المتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين My brothers and sisters الحمد لله we mentioned that Allah سبحانه وتعالى has given us this great opportunity of fasting and قيام and prayer and worship may Allah accept it from us and we spoke a little bit about the rulings as it relates to the Sadaqat al-Fitr. Again, ensure that you, are, uh, that you have paid it. It is wajib upon you. And uh, it is a right of those of the poor so that they can also have something to eat and be happy on the day of Eid. It also shows you that what we as Muslims celebrate, we don't celebrate, uh, uh, we, we only celebrate acts of worship. That the fulfillment that a believer gets from an act of worship is worthy of celebration. Ramadan finishes, we are happy and we are celebrating. What, what ibadah finishes the other Eid, the ibadah of Hajj. So our celebrations, our holidays, our happiness is intertwined with acts of worship, great acts of worship. And this should be, again, the mentality of the believer that, that what's important to us really is worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and helping our fellow uh, believers and our fellow people. Tayyib. Lastly, I want to share with you is that the concept of giving sadaqah and zakat. A lot of times we send it abroad. We send it either back home to some of our family members that don't live here, or we send it to places that are in need and that are in humanitarian crisis. This is good. This is important. But uh, what you need to remember is that the Prophet ﷺ, when he spoke about zakat, regular zakat, zakatul mal, and, and zakat al-fitr would, would come on that as well, is that it should be distributed locally. It does, you don't have to. You don't have to distribute it locally, but it is highly recommended because you shouldn't neglect the people that live in your locality in, uh, f- for other people that live in another locality unless there are uh, uh, other circumstances such, such as a huge humanitarian crisis. Then, of course, that makes sense. Or that you have relatives because relatives are right over you. Other than that, generally speaking, the local causes, the local people that are poor, the local relatives that you have that are in need, don't forget them. In your, for your, whether it's for your zakat or for anything else as well or for your regular sadaqah, don't forget the people that you live locally with. It's very important. The Prophet ﷺ and the famous hadith of Mu'ad ibn Jabal where he was talking about the concept of zakat and telling the Mu'ad, when you go to Yemen, tell them they have to pray five times a day and when they agree upon that, tell them they have to pay zakat that will be taken from their poor, their, their rich and given to their poor. 
So the Prophet is saying, take it from the rich there and give it to the poor there. So the scholars of fiqh and our Jewish would say, it is not befitting. Again, it's allowed. It's allowed. And if you have relatives, please send over the money. If there is a humanitarian crisis that, that requires support, send over your zakat. But it is not befitting to neglect the people in your locality as well. Now, this is just something that you should keep in the back of your head. Again, I'm not saying you have to, but it's something that you should uh, uh, really pay attention to because a lot of times you tend to neglect the people that are near us in favor of people that are far away. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our fasting, our sadaqah, our zakat, and our worship. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and forgive our shortcomings. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that are freed from hellfire uh, in the month of Ramadan and that are promised Jannah. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Sallu ala nabiyyukum kama amarakum allahu ta'ala haythu qal inna allahu malaikatu yusalluna ala nabiyya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu tuslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ala muhammad kama sallaytu wa barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma la tafarik جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور وعمل متقبل المبرور اللهم حبيب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا أواخرة وخير عملنا خواتمة وخير أيامنا يوم نلقاك فيه اللهم اجعل خير أيامنا يوم نلقاك فيه وآخر دعوان الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.